0: Two, three. sorry having a little bit of technical difficulties here uh this morning it's 905 my name's David Wayne News Radio 923 a dangerously hot day in store for us all it's 87 right now in Pensacola that heat index already at 106 degrees here this morning and uh, we are looking for heat indexes all the way up to 115 here this afternoon uh, make sure you're staying hydrated uh, in air conditioning if you can and check on relatives and neighbors. Well, work expected to start here in the next couple months, reconfiguring Woodbine Road and Pace. That
1: will be a pretty good sized project where there'll actually be a continuous right turn lane that merges into Highway 90 going west. So uh, that's the design that we hope will keep the traffic moving at that intersection.
0: And that is Santa Rosa County Administrator Devan Cook, who says uh, there's going to be two turn lanes that feed into Highway 90, one of those lanes uh, without stopping, and the turn lanes will also be extended further up to the north there at that intersection, Work also being done on the five points area on the north side of Woodbine. Uh, Cook says the county right now is working on final permitting, and work is expected to start in either October or November. It is nine oh six at News Radio, and let's get a look at our Channel Three weather.
2: It's going to be another hot and humid day today. Heat advisory in effect. Temperatures near ninety-six degrees you your high, feeling more like the triple digits. Fifty percent chance of a stray shower or thunderstorm through the afternoon. Overnight tonight, temperatures dropping near eighty degrees. Staying warm as we go into Wednesday with a high High near 95. 30 percent chance of a stray shower. Wednesday night temperatures dropping near 82. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center.
0: And it is 87. Heat index already at 106 in Pensacola. 90 in Gulf Breeze. 88 in the heat index at 112 in Milton. Our next news at 9:30. Breaking news anytime. I'm David Wayne, News Radio
1: 92.3. Grab your coat. Oh, we'll get your hat. Leave your worry on the doorstep Just direct your feet To the sunny side of the street Can't you hear that pretty patch And the happy tune in your step Good
2: here. Tuesday! Good morning, it's 9.08. Thank you so much for tuning in. You're listening to News Radio two three, informative, local, and dependable. I'm your host, Tammy Martin. It's the Pensacola Expert Panel, but more importantly, it's the Garden Line, and we have the pleasure of having Paul with Blue Sky Landscaping with us today. Good morning, Paul. Good morning, Tammy. How are you? You know, it's a pleasure meeting you. <laughs> Same, same. Yeah, I, I get your text every week. Yeah. And so it's nice to see a face with the yeah. text messages. So it's awesome having you. If you have a question or comment, 437-1620, you can call or text. So we're going we're gonna to have a great morning. It's going to be great. It's going to be fun. We're going to talk about edible flowers and weeds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, something you can pick off the ground and eat. Yeah. My kind of guy. Yeah. I mean, I'm a plant-based eater. So whatever we can pull up and eat, that's great. So <laughs> <clears throat> so tell me a little yeah. bit about yourself, though. How long have you been in landscaping?
3: Oh, gosh. I've been in landscaping I'd hate to say my age, but um, a little over 30 years, actually. Um,
2: so you started when you were five? Uh, no, i <laughs> 45,
3: so I, I started my teenagers. Um, but, um, yeah, uh, put me through college. Oh, and, awesome. And I just never really got out of it.
2: So. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So um, Blue Sky Landscaping, huh? Yes. Yeah. Yep. It seems like you are super busy. And oh, you do yeah. a wonderful job from what I hear from Mike.
3: Uh, we like to hear that.
2: Yeah, see, yeah. I, and I always want to see pictures. Oh, yeah. I, I always tell some. you, send me some pictures because yep. he'll yep. tell me how wonderful, what a great job you do. So, if anyone needs to reach you and your company, who do they call?
3: Um, well, they can call the office mm-hmm. um, or they can call me. Um, my number is 850 525 4425. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, Justin DeRose, the owner of, of Blue Sky Landscaping, has done a great job with, with the company and
2: he's Very good. Growing it. Yeah. And do you have a website? Um, I can look, I just didn't know if you knew off the top of your oh, head
3: I don't know our website That's okay, he's head. busy,
2: he's doing stuff Okay, I get it <laughs> He's like, no, I'm out, out in the fields in this heat, dying, Tammy <laughs> I would it, have lost all brain cells oh working gosh. outside of this heat It is
3: brutal right It, really, now. it is really is
2: brutal mm-hmm. And some people tell me, you know, we felt this in the past This is the same But I've been here 17 years And I don't feel like it's been this hot
3: Yeah. It, Do you it, feel
2: it, that way? Or, we, or I'm just not used to it There was
3: a September... Um, I think it was like 2015 where it was really, really hot. I think that was another El Nino, but yeah, it's just, it's just Like awful. you walk
2: outside and it almost takes your breath away. Yep. So we're going to get through it though, Paul. I'm oh, not yeah. trying to be negative Nancy. Oh, yeah. We are going to get through it. We're going to enjoy the fall here pretty soon. So we have yep. a couple of questions from our friends. Okay. The first one is how do I get my peach trees to flower and get bushy?
3: Uh, well, right. Peach trees will naturally get bushy. Um, okay kind of like like crepe myrtles and some other trees that they set up a lot of suckers from the roots um, so they will naturally get bushy um, to get it to get it flowering try just fertilizing it uh, at the moment don't do anything right now in all this heat mm. and dryness um, but in the fall uh, kind of just add some extra nutrients to the soil um, make sure the the roots are, are nice and mulched um, and you should be good peach trees you uh, Tend to really flourish in our area they love the acid um, the acid soil
2: i didn't know that because i'm a yeah. peach eater yeah
3: peaches do really yes, good i've got so one good. in my yard my neighbor has one in his yard and they they pollinate each other so <sighs> they great
2: what other fruit trees do well in florida i mean in oh, pensacola sorry. gosh we got quite a few
3: um pear does phenomenal mm-hmm. here um you can find pear trees all over the place citrus does really well um unless we get a really really cold snap mm-hmm. you know so you got your grapefruits your your meyer lemon your satsumas, um, oranges, um, bananas can do well, although they don't always fruit here. But, okay. Uh, uh, sometimes they will. So I mean, the the list is going. You know, if I got
2: a banana tree, I'd save me some money. <laughs> <laughs> you like bananas? I eat them every single day. Yes, I do. <laughs> I like all fruit though, but peaches and bananas, I eat all the time. All right, my baby satsuma tree needs help. What do you recommend? Always love your program, Carolyn. Thank you so much, Carolyn. And I'm going to show you a picture of it. Okay.
3: So you can see it. Oh yeah. Uh, it's just suffering right now from from the weather, like as aware. we all are. <laughs> yeah. um, the leaves curling up like that.
2: You want to see it again? Yeah. It
3: okay. it could be underwatered. Yeah. Just just I would just add a small dose of citrus fertilizer, um, and increase the watering on that. Right now we are so dry and so hot. Um, yes. Our plants are feeling it just like we are.
2: Are you, um, are you super busy right now because everything's dying and <laughs> trying are, to get everything back to life? You know,
3: it's, it's good that you say that because um, I want our viewers to know um, in this kind of heat and dryness, irrigation systems are very important, but they are just supplemental okay. um, to, to normal weathering. So there are going to be dry areas showing up in a person's yard and they think their irrigation system is failing them. It's really not. It, it is showing some weaknesses in the system itself Mm -hmm. um but an irrigation system is just for supplementary watering it it, when we have an extended dry period like this you just want to bump up the watering cycle on that and that should alleviate a lot of that stress but you are going to see dry areas and some toasting in some of the areas of the yard because the irrigation systems are just for supplemental purposes
2: yeah i was driving by some yards the other day and they're just brown yeah (laughs) they are burnt up how how do you not burn your your yard? I mean, just oh. water early.
3: Yeah, water in the early morning. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you don't want to water in the evening or at night because the, as the moisture is sitting down on mm-hmm. the on the ground, um, it it can start some fungus.
2: Ah, uh, okay, that's no good. If you're just now tuning in, you're listening to News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. It's the Garden Line. It's Tuesday. We love this hour every Tuesday. I have Paul with blue. Blue sky landscaping with me. Mike is out this morning, but he is so knowledgeable. He's been doing this a very long time. If you have a question or comment, 437 1620. So, we were going to talk about some edible.
3: Yeah. Edible what? Yeah. So, flowers, uh, weeds, (laughs) anything. There's so many of the Florida natives that we have can be useful uh, and are edible. Um, Mm -hmm. And there's also a lot of plants that you can grow in your garden. Um, for instance, blueberries are a native. Mm-hmm. Um, you can use uh, the blueberry shrub as as a um, a hedge mm-hmm. or a foundation planting um, and incorporate that in in your daily landscape and it's beautiful to look at. The, the kids can pick the blueberries off. Mm-hmm. Hummingbirds um, are are attracted to a lot of nectar producing plants that are also edible. Like I mean think of honeysuckle. Yeah,
2: know? oh, we are gonna um, talk about honeysuckle right after I, the break, okay? because okay. I, I let me tell you. <laughs> When I pass a honeysuckle bush the memories of my childhood just flood right. back and it is the best thing in the world. So send in your questions 43716.
1: 16- you check me and you rattle my brain Then my blood a man insane. You broke my wheel, but what a thrill to grin with all the fire. I left love the love
2: Welcome back. I hope you're having a wonderful Tuesday morning. It's the guard Line here on the Pensacola Expert Panel. I'm your host, Tammy Martin. You're listening to News Radio 92.3, informative, local, and dependable. I have the pleasure of having Paul with Blue Sky Landscaping with me. Man, that's a hard one to get out, Paul. (laughs) Mike is not here today, and that's okay because Paul, he knows his stuff. So questions or comments, 437-1620. I do have some questions for you. Okay. I felt like it's Jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> One more question. How or how often can you trim rose bushes to make them more full? Okay,
3: that's a great question. So um, really, you want to prune back your roses in the early, early spring Um Think of Valentine's Day as the day of flowers. That's when you do want to do a lot of your pruning on flowering shrubs like roses, even crape myrtles and stuff. Um, so it, it kind of depends on the rose variety. But if it's a knockout or a drift rose, you can really do that anytime. But February is the best. If it's one of your your hybrid tea roses or something, I would go ahead and wait until the February pruning.
2: Very good. And I had another friend say isn't honeysuckle invasive?
3: Um well it yes. Um but it's so naturalized in the area now. It has it's basically become um part of our environment. Um it's not nearly as bad as like kudzu, you know, I mean mm-hmm. kudzu is just taking over. But yes, uh, honeysuckle would be considered an invasive, but it has naturalized.
2: Oh, okay. Very good. Um, Like we were saying before the break, there are certain flowers and things you can eat. Yeah. And when I was little, man, we always ate all the honeysuckles and yeah. pulled it off. And, and mm-hmm. i telling you, when I pass, if I go for a run or something and I pass a honeysuckle bush, I just stop. Yeah. And I have to smell it. Yep.
3: It brings I, back those memories. Oh,
2: my goodness. It's yeah. amazing. I feel like it's one of the best smells in nature, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it does that for everybody else, but honeysuckle, I grew up in Little Rock, Arkansas, where mm-hmm. we had lightning bugs and honeysuckle. Yeah. And, you know, uh, I always enjoyed that. So, honeysuckle is one. What? Give me another one that's really good.
3: All right. Uh, one of my favorites is actually called oxalis. Uh-huh. It, a lot of people would consider it a lawn weed. It looks like a, a clover, and uh-huh. um, twice a year it'll bloom. this this real pretty pink flower. Um, but the whole um, the whole plant is edible, and if you chop up the uh, flowers and stems and leaves, mm-hmm. it has a real citrusy taste to it, and you can grill it with chicken. Um, you could put it in like a, a, a vodka or a gin drink. Um, it's just a refreshing—I would hate to call it a weed, but most people would consider it a weed. It looks uh, pretty,
2: though. Oh, it's gorgeous. It has like a purple center. And it does look like a clover, so you can. it's yep. very distinctive, so you wouldn't know. Yeah. It is very distinctive from a clover, um, so you'd yep. definitely be able to tell.
3: Um, I actually have them growing in a terracotta pot uh-huh. in my yard that I, I, I just harvest them from.
2: And so you can just pick them off and eat them? Yep. And then you said they're citrusy, so put them in drinks or put them yeah. with chicken or... Mm.
3: Or fish. Or, yep, <sighs> they're delicious.
2: I'm so glad you're here today. <laughs> <laughs> It's awesome. I love learning about yep. these things. I think it's great that we can just pick a flower and yeah. eat it. I mean, that's honestly how I feel like God created it. So yep. um, my uh, bromeliad. I don't think I'm saying that wrong. Mm-hmm. Is Bromelad? that how you say it? Say it one more time. Bromeliad. A b r o m e l i a d. Yep. Okay. Is blooming. Just wanted to share. Oh, it's beautiful. Thank you, Catherine. Catherine's always great about sending pictures and uh, asking us questions. So that's awesome. So Oxalis. O x a l i s. Yep. I might need to grow me some now. Uh,
3: you can actually buy them from um, retail stores and nurseries as mm-hmm. a shamrock. It's in the oxalis family. Okay. Um, and some of them have those really deep purple leaves. Um, the the taste varies from from different ones, but
2: they're all delicious. Yeah. So there. What's going to be the name on it? It's gonna uh, be shamrock.
3: Uh, yeah, the ones that you buy from like like the the big box stores. Yeah, or something. We'll, we'll say shamrock and okay. Um, but uh, oxalis is the name, or wood sorrel is also what it's called.
2: Okay, so I I'm gonna try this out. I think I'm gonna go get some flowers and try them out. And
3: oh yeah, make a gin backed mojito and you put a little bit of that in there. Paul,
2: Paul's my best friend now. <laughs> I just met Paul, and he's my best friend. Well, he's my best texting friend, that's for sure. I'm over here spinning off. All right. So give me another one that we can eat.
3: Oh, gosh. There's there's so many. So there is actually a native pumpkin that does really well here called the Seminole pumpkin. Uh-huh. Um, you can plant those. They actually will thrive in our, our Florida heat. So, um, I mean, that that's just great. Because, you know, a lot of people, especially around the fall, they, they mm-hmm. love the pumpkin pumpkin. Harvests, uh, So Seminole pumpkin.
2: Seminole pumpkin. Mm-hmm. Very good. Awesome. We do have a phone call, but we only have a few. Uh, we have about 20 seconds left, so we're going to wait and get that phone call right after the break. If you have a question for Paul, 437-1620, we'd love to hear them, love to see your pictures. And we- You ain't nothing but a
3: hound a dog. you all the time. You ain't nothing but a hound
2: Tuesday morning. I hope you're in... Some air conditioning this morning. If you're not, please, please, please drink water. Lots of water. Maybe a little electrolytes to go along with that. It's a hot one in Pensacola. It's 928. It is the Garden Line here on News Radio 92. Three informative, local, dependable. I'm your host, Tammy Martin, here on Pep Talk. I have Paul with Blue Sky Landscaping with me. It's always it's a pleasure meeting Paul. I yes. I hear He texts me every week. I truly appreciate all his texts and Absolutely. questions and comments. It's wonderful. If you have a question or comment, you want to send us a picture, 437-1620 you are welcome to call or text that's 437-1620 we are discussing edible edible flowers and I wouldn't call these weeds because they don't look like weeds <laughs> but Paul said they might be a little weeds. so we talked about honeysuckle which we know mm-hmm. um can we just plant honeysuckle okay from the store retail store get the honeysuckle I haven't how
3: you I haven't that? seen it sold in a while um not at the big big box stores uh, maybe at a local nursery but yeah yeah you could plant that Okay. um put it on something that would it, it can climb up it can
2: climb up mm-hmm. yes oxalis um with beautiful clover flower and yeah. you can he said you can put that in drinks um it's a citrus flavor cook it with chicken mm-hmm. um Seminole pumpkin is a good one too so yeah what else do we have um
3: oh there's so many um well during the break we were talking about the yopon holly uh-huh. so the yopon holly is used around here um as a shrub um it's it's very distinctive. It's got a really small leaf, very similar to a boxwood. Uh-huh. Um, but it's also North America's only true um, source of caffeine. And you can dry the leaves out and make a caffeinated um, tea this out of the so leaves fun. of Yopan Holly. <laughs> now, the berries, like all hollies, are toxic. So oh. you don't want to do anything with the berries. Okay. But you can make tea out of the leaves.
2: A Yopon Holly. That is yep. Y-A-O-U-P-O-N. Uh-huh. Yopon Holly. So if you want some caffeine this morning, dry out some leaves, yep. there you go. <laughs> <laughs> we have a Fox News update followed by a local news update in our newsroom. I tell you, the first half just went by way too fastball. Yeah. If you have your questions or comments, four or three
1: And every time it rains, it rains. And it's from heaven. Shu be to be Don't you know each cloud contains banners from heaven? Sho be to be You'll find your fortune falling all over town Be that shen- your umbrella. Welcome the, the back.
2: I hope you're having a wonderful I Tuesday. Know, it's the Garden I Line here on the Pensacola Expert, you expert to, Panel. You're, you're listening to time News time Radio 92.3, informative, local, and dependable. I'm your host, Tammy Martin. I'm here with Paul with Blue Sky Landscaping, and he is an expert in the field of landscaping and apparently edible plants. We're learning all about that this morning, and I'm super excited about it. I think it's great. I want to go buy something to eat and put in my drink. <laughs> <laughs> if you have a question, comment, you are welcome to call or text 437-1620. 437-1620. And um, we get pictures. We get phone calls. If you have a question about your yard, a flower, a tree, a bush, he is here to answer. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, we miss Mike, but we are loving having you, Paul, and I appreciate oh, you, you showing up today. It's been great. Yeah, Mike's amazing. Yes. Um, so we talked about the honeysuckle, oxalis, seminole pumpkin, and yopon holly. And apparently the yopon holly is the only source of true caffeine. Is that what you said? Yeah,
3: it's the only true source of caffeine for North America.
2: Interesting. Yeah. Now yep. I want to go buy a book. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, there's there's quite a few actually for um, uh, edible Northwest Florida natives uh-huh. um, at the uh, the the bookstores. I don't know if I can like name the bookstores. You mm-hmm. know. But um, um, yeah, there's, it's, it's a big trend going on where people are starting to utilize uh, their landscapes as what's called food foresting, um, and it's where you, you create your landscape using edibles and natives to mm-hmm. the area instead of the just your your normal ornamental. Um, and it's catching on, and I'm I'm really glad. Mm-hmm. Uh, the benefits of it, obviously, you get to um, enjoy your landscape. Uh, In the kitchen, um, but also your uh, maintenance needs as far as irrigation and weed control go drastically down. Really? Because um, the more natives you use, the more your landscape is adept to the area. So the less you have to invest in keeping it looking good.
2: You're awesome, Paul. Less money. You get to eat the the leaves. Hey, I think it's a win-win. I had a friend text in, what is the best way to trim these and what are they?
3: Oh, that is actually that's a split leaf philodendron. Um, can unless, you say
2: that one more time? <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> it's a split leaf philodendron.
2: Philodendron.
3: Yep. Um, unless they want to trim it, um, leaving it bushy like that is actually its most attractive form. Um, but you could just trim down the bottom leaves, and mm-hmm. you'll expose kind of this viney trunk. Um, people will do that also, but it it it's not as attractive once you once you get those leaves off of it.
2: Okay. So, you what the best way to trim it is what? Just you want you should do that at the bottom or not? I, I would leave it bushy like it. that. Yeah. Leave it but
3: okay. um it's the the leaves are held on by a flesh they're fleshy. So, okay. uh just some hand pruners, you could just like nip oh. those off. Um yeah. and, and it's easy, but um it's not as attractive once you do that.
2: Oh, yeah, we don't like that. so and then we talked about oh the beautyberry plants yeah a beautiful purple berry Mm -hmm. it's a very like fuchsia almost purple yeah it's really pretty uh but it's bitter like you said
3: yeah so the beautyberry is um is a native to our area i love using them in um uh, as a shady shrub in my landscape designs um and it is fully edible it is non-toxic even though the berries um, are bright, like a neon pink almost. Mm-hmm. Um, they are bitter to eat when you when you take them off. Uh-huh. Um, but if you add sugar, you can cook them in pies and jellies and jams, and there's all kinds of recipes, even for a beautyberry ice cream I saw online.
2: Really? So, yeah,
3: it, it's, a, it's a real neat bush.
2: I might have to buy me some books because this is really fun. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we do have a phone call this morning. Good morning. Hello. Hi, did you have a question for Paul?
1: Uh, No, this is Lynn from the Garden Center. I have been listening to Paul Mm -hmm. (laughs) from the Garden Center. Uh, We're having a big extravaganza next Thursday, August the 17th, 1 to 3 p.m., inviting everybody, new members, telling everybody what we do, education, uh, fundraisers, whatever. And I've just talked to Sandy. And we're gonna do an ad with you next week.
2: Oh nice. Very good. There well we go. appreciate you calling in. So just give uh-huh. give me the date and time one more time.
1: August the seventeenth, one to three PM, Pensacola Garden Center, eighteen fifty North Ninth Avenue. Awesome. We'll have nice. Flags and banners and balloons flying out front. And it's just gonna be a huge extravaganza showing off our garden center. We had such a great response to you guys from the um, Secret Garden Tour in May. Mm -hmm. So we're going to try to do this again with you guys.
2: Very good. Well, we appreciate you calling in, and we hope you have a great rest of the day.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
2: Thank you, Tammy. Yes, thank you. All right, so that should be fun over at the Pensacola Garden Center. So that'll be great, August the 17th. You don't want to miss out on that. And we had a friend text in, yes, David the Good has several books about native plant
3: growing. Awesome. David the Good? David the Good is what it says. Okay. I'll look into those.
2: Yeah, for sure. So you've read you've got some books recently.
3: Yeah. Um I've actually been I've been reading uh two books. Um one is um Food Foresting in mm-hmm. Northwest Florida. Okay. Um, and then um there's another book, uh Edible Weeds. Um and and uh that's been real fun. Um it, it just goes through like uh like, a popular weed here um, that is almost in, impossible to control is a winter weed called Florida betony. Uh-huh. Um, and it, it's in the mint family, so it actually it takes over. Now, the benefit of it being a winter weed is it only lasts for the winter. Uh-huh. So when, when the, the warmer spring and summer hits, it dies back to the ground, but it's hard to control in the lawn. Well, it's also fully edible. Um, it's got oh. these little... Um, there, it's called rattlesnake weed also because it's got these little rattlesnakes uh, tubers mm-hmm. that um, if you dig the plant up you harvest a little tuber um, it's a it's like a little crunchy radish uh-huh. and you can just dice those up put them in your salads or, what? or yeah so um oh kind of... Making lemonade out of lemons with, with the Florida Bethany. I love <laughs> it. it. No, this it is
2: so fun. I love learning it. about all this. And I, I'm over here on Google. I'm like, what does this look like? So I can see, you know, I feel like I'm going to be scrounging around in people's yards and they're going to be like, what are you doing here? I'm like, well, this is caffeine and this is a weed I need to eat. <laughs>
3: yeah. Yeah. My neighbors are real true.
2: trespassing. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go to your house, Paul, and see what you got there for me to eat in your yard. (laughs) That is awesome. If you're just not tuning in, you're listening to News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm your host, Tammy Martin. It's the Pensacola Expert Panel. It's Tuesday morning, which means it's the garden line. So if you have a question... A comment you want to send a picture we've had some great questions this morning 437-1620 i'm here with paul with blue sky landscaping we're discussing edible flowers weeds i am learning so much i think it's great if you know of an edible flower we maybe we haven't discussed 437-1620 we are talking about um you yopon holly is only true the only true source of caffeine in north america yeah Yep. Very fun. So you can't eat the berries, but you no. can you can get the leaves. Yeah, and
3: you just dry them out like like you would any any uh, tea leaf. Just dry mm-hmm. it out, and then you uh, kind of powderize it and make your tea.
2: I wonder what it tastes like. Hmm. Have you had it? I have not had the yopon. I mean, we can find it online somewhere and taste it. <laughs> that would, That'd be, would awesome. be fun. Yep. Um Okay, so let's see. We have about um, a minute. You can come forge. <laughs> uh, um, you can come in my backyard. I'm sure you'll find a plethora of weeds. <laughs> well, you know, let's let's talk about
3: uh, some palms that um, have some wonderful fruit on them.
2: Okay, the,
3: awesome. The pindo palm, which is a real popular landscaping uh, palm around here, mm-hmm. it's got the long silvery palm. fronds on it. It has a yellow fruit called a, a pindo fruit um it is as sweet as cotton candy now a lot of times um homeowners want the the flower stalks removed because mm-hmm. it it can be messy like fruit trees can yeah but if you just wait and you harvest those fruits they are so sweet just like cotton candy um it, actually you could go down to the uh, flea market on w street and there's a few vendors that that sell the palm fruits in baggies as snacks so um I'm going to try Something for the it. kids to, to try on.
2: Yeah. I'm definitely going to try it. All right, Paul. Delicious. We're going to take a quick break. If you have a question or comment, 437-1620.
1: Cry when you see it. goodbye. Even a shame?
3: My you feel like rain.
2: expert panel. I'm your host, Tammy Martin. I'm here with Paul with Blue Blue Sky Landscaping. Oh, every time it, it almost comes out wrong. Um, we're having a great morning. We're talking about edible flowers and weeds. So fun. I love it. If you have a question or comment, 437-1620. Um, our friend wanted to know, what about dandelions?
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. The dandelion is, has been so abused. It is actually, the dandelion is is um, listed as a superfood. It,
2: a superfood for yeah. real?
3: Yeah, the every part of the Listen dandelion. Listen to me, I'm in shock.
2: <laughs> superfood to me is more like uh, what do we think of superfoods? Um, like the
3: acai berry. And, yeah, yeah, like the dandelion is packed with vitamins, uh, including vitamin C. Um, it has medicinal uses. The whole entire plant is is useful. The the root, the leaf, the stem, and the flower.
2: Oh, very good. Um,
3: people make a dandelion tea, which mm-hmm. I have not had, but I hear is really, really good. Okay. Um, people will use it in their salads. Um, it, it the leaves kind of offer a little bit of a um, a, a bitter mm-hmm. taste to the salad, so it it you know it's some good contrast in, in the rest of your vegetables. Um, yeah, it's just a really good plant.
2: Very good. That is very interesting. I'm gonna have to go. <laughs> Like, I've I've written all these down. <laughs> I'm going to go forage after this, <laughs> after the show. Okay. Um, if I want to plant around the base of my sable palm, how should I go about doing this without hurting the roots of the palm? Do I go on the top of the ground and build up around, or should I go dig into the ground? The tree is about 29, oh, no, 20 feet tall. Thank you, Sarah.
3: What are they wanting to plant at the base?
2: It just says, if I want to plant around the base of my sable okay. palm.
3: So. Palm roots are real fibrous, uh-huh. um, and the palm heals really quickly, unlike uh, some other trees. So I would just, if you want to plant at the base of the palm, you would be safe to come out come out about a foot from the palm trunk. Okay. And you're in a safe zone of the roots. Otherwise, um, you, can, you can build up, but you never want to really build up too much dirt around the base of any tree uh-huh. because um, it can add stress to the plant, and then it could go into decline.
2: Okay, um, very good. Thank you, Sarah, for that question. It's a great question. Um, also, uh, David the Good, create your own Florida food forest. Oh, it's I love
3: book. that. Yeah, uh, send me that.
2: Okay, yeah. We, we're, we are going to take a picture. Thank you so much. Um, who sent me that? I was just clicking on it. I'm not sure, but whoever sent me that, thank you so much. We are going to get a picture of it. I <laughs> might want to read that one. That's for sure. All right. We had a friend text in about a year ago. I bought a lime tree. It's a um, it's about a foot tall and looks more like a twig than a tree. It's planted in a big bucket in, and it's watered daily. This thing it hasn't grown an inch in a year. What do I need to do? Okay. Well, the
3: lime uh, will most often survive our winters, so um, I wouldn't be opposed to finding a nice spot in the yard and planting it, letting it get into the soil, spread its roots out, um, and then it would really start to take off. Citrus in in containers, you really need to, to maintain the fertilizing needs of that. Um, they go through uh, the nutrients in the soil really quick, especially when it's this hot and dry. Uh-huh. Um, keeping it watered every every day like they're doing is great. But uh, I would add maybe a citrus fertilizer to it.
2: A citrus fertilizer. So there you go. Thank you for that question. That was a great question as well. I love it when people text in. If you have a question or comment, 437-1620, you're listening to The Garden Line. On News Radio 92.3, we are informative, local, and dependable. I'm your host, Tammy Martin. Every Tuesday morning is The Garden Line. We have Paul with Blue Sky Landscaping with us this morning. He's very knowledgeable about landscaping, but also edible flowers and weeds. So we're talking about that as well. I've got a list over here. I'm going to go forage after the break. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> after after work, I'm just gonna go find me some dandelions and make some tea. There you go. I think it sounds great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so give me another one.
3: Okay. Well, um, uh, people Uh-oh. are gonna hate this one. It, it is a it's a nauseous vine. But I will say um, the smilex vine, which is a native. It it grows everywhere you don't really want it to. Um, has these little tiny thorns on it. Uh huh. Um, but you could put it into a large container. Um, and let its tubers. Uh, the whole plant on that is also edible. It's actually uh, in the ingredients for sarsaparilla soda. However, the the root tuber can be utilized in any form that you would cook a potato. So uh, huh. you know, t- again, turning a nauseous weed into something that's that's beneficial for for your kitchen. Um, it does kind of get out of control. I would not recommend planting it by any means. But but planting it in a in a container.
2: Plant it in a container mm-hmm. so it and doesn't get just, out of control. You
3: just harvest the tubers like you would a potato.
2: Mm-hmm. I wonder what it tastes like. Have you tasted it?
3: Yes. Um, it's it's kind of nutty, kind of mild. Um, mm-hmm. it, I like it. Oh, I love it.
2: Very yeah. good. Awesome. We're learning all kinds of things with Paul. Blue, blue sky landscaping this morning. It's, it's I don't know why. It's one of those hard <laughs> ones to get out. Um, all about edible plants. I have a whole list. I think it's wonderful. If you have a question,
1: Took my troubles down to Madam Ruth. You know that gypsy with the gold who kept tooth. She's got a pad on 34th and vine. Selling little bottles of love potion number nine.
2: Welcome back, it's 9.56. We have a few more minutes here on the Pensacola Expert Panel with Paul with Blue Sky Landscaping. If you have a question or comment, you want to send us a picture, uh, 437-1620. I'd be happy to answer them for you. We are discussing edible flowers and weeds. It's amazing. I've learned so many things from Paul. I appreciate you filling in for Mike this morning. Yeah, no problem. Um, and so we, I'm going to make tea, get some caffeine. Yeah. I'm going to put some oxalis in my food. You're going to love
3: oxalis. It's delicious.
2: (laughs) So now I'm excited. I have a whole new understanding of uh, flowers and weeds. It's great. So again, 437-1620. You can get your question in the last few minutes. All right. Do we have any more that you love? Oh, blackberries.
3: Let's not underestimate the blackberry, which can, again, get out of control here Mm -hmm. in in our area. Plant it somewhere where you don't mind it getting a little out of control. Um, You can actually let it crawl up a chain link fence or, or mm-hmm. create like like some kind of trellis that it'll uh, vine up and uh gosh the fruit will be amazing the blackberries it attracts butterflies it oh. attracts um your pollinating bees it's just it's just a great plant and there are thornless varieties so you don't have to um get stuck with the thorns if you want to plant a thornless variety um and it, it's just a great native
2: that's awesome um. I'll, this is funny. Um, a friend texted in, I remember the first time my mother handed us boys, I had three brothers, scissors after getting off the school bus to harvest dandelion leaves for dinner. We thought she was trying to kill us, <laughs> poison us. She boiled them up like spinach leaves, add a little vinegar, and they are not as bitter if you like the vinegar taste. Thank you. Thank you for that story. That's fun. Yeah, using them up as greens. That actually sounds pretty good. I'll yeah. I didn't think, yeah, I didn't think about that as greens. Yeah. Very good. Thank you for that. I love learning new things, especially about uh, plants and vegetables. I think it's wonderful that we can grow things that we can eat. Mm Mm-hmm.
3: Well, you know, kale, uh, everyone's on this the kale kick. Kale mm-hmm. does really well. It's not a native, but kale does great in our environment. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you plant it in the winter. You know, you use mm-hmm. it in your flower beds, um, and it's, it's great. And then you can use that in your salads.
2: Wonderful. Thank you so much for joining me this morning. You went by way too fast, Paul. You are so knowledgeable. We truly appreciate it. Coming up, we have pro ProHealth, um, affordable health care. Definitely want to stay tuned for that. We have a news update here on the Pensacola Expert Panel.